say this to go on. You know, we come in as infants. We're needy. We look on others to give us all the things that we need, right? We depend on others. When we go out, we end up in diapers again, right? Depending on others to take care of us. You know, so it's the things that we do in between that infant stage and, and our elderly stage. Yeah, the dash. I've done messages. I've, I've shared it at funerals. You know, we're, we're given a date. We were born and a date that we passed. What did we do in that dash? That's our life. That dash. What's going on, guys? Real quick, it's Austin here. Just want to let you know you are listening to the Science Language Singer Podcast. This is going to finish up last week's episode. This is part number two. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, catch you on the next one. Maybe we'll be picking up where we left off here. But anyway, I have a question. So we talked about heaven. We talked about hell. Do you believe there's a place in between? When someone dies, do they go right to heaven or right to hell, or is there a purgatory? The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So saying all that, when you die, you'll be in heaven or hell. There's no in-between. No. Hmm. Okay, well, in the Catholic Church, they believe there's uh, an in-between. I believe. And we do pray for those people that didn't go in. straight to heaven. Um, they, they're not going to, it's not like you're going to maybe go to hell, you may be going to heaven, they're going to get to heaven, but they have to make up for some of the things that they did mm-hmm. on earth. See, and that's where Jesus comes in. You know, he paid the penalty, the full penalty. So, so do you believe maybe there's a place for people that question belief? that they weren't sure like that they believed or they didn't believe. And so they're like in limbo, so to speak until they acknowledge that they believe. I'm just trying to figure this out and, and, and I'll explain why. And Tyler probably knows cause he listens to the podcast. So the re and this is why it came up in their work in their work sites. Um, when Dylan was talking to his group and he was talking. So first off, let's just get this out of the table. This is probably a good breaking point for the second Mm -hmm. Uh, podcast so we went to a medium and in in the catholic church and in the bible and and my neighbor this is crazy because i talk about this all the time god has been on my mind so much lately but my neighbor that lives in the apartment below me came up a couple days ago because i was sick and she didn't hear my feet pattering on the floor and she wanted to make sure i was okay so she came in and we started talking about god she works at a church and she she was explaining things to me and we were talking and so she says that mediums are not good, they're evil, because in the Bible it talks about witches. And so mediums are like the witches. And there's a story in the Bible that says that, that we should only be talking to God. So I knew that it was against my religion, so to speak, for Catholic, but at the point where I lost Kyle in my mind, I went to a medium. So I went to two mediums, but I went three sessions. So one, the first one lady I went to, I only went once and I was scared to death. Like I was crying and I was praying to God, like, God, I know this is wrong. 
I'm not asking her to tell me what's going to happen in the future. I just, if there's a chance that I can understand why he did this, I need to know. And you heard this on the podcast. So we went to, I went to that one and then we went to an, a guy, um, twice. So the first one we went to was my husband and his best friend and me. And we went to a church and this medium prayed beforehand and he explained to us about witchcraft and he said he we all have spiritual guides and he was going to talk so he was telling different stories to people and so it was a point where he said anybody can raise their hand and I'll try to speak to someone on the other side I may or may not but whatever comes out of my mouth is going to come out I can't stop it and so I raised my hand and of course um Kyle came through I don't know I the things that he was saying, nobody knew. But me but and Kyle. You. Me, Kyle, and in, in Joe's case, Joe. So I get this might be evil. He clearly shared through this medium that I'm constantly asking to see him. And I need to stop doing that. He shared that he was not in heaven right away. And this is why I question that. He said, I did not go. He's in heaven now, but he had to stop along the way. And he had to learn things, he said. And he said, they're very nice, and I learned what I needed to learn. And he's helping other people. Do the same. Do the same. So he's there. He's helping people to do the same. So the fact that he said through this person, Mom, you need to quit asking to see me. Like, I can't see you. Nobody in that building knew except for me that every night, every morning I walked down the steps and looked on my desk and his picture was there. I said, God, I just want to see him one more time. Then Joe had an estranged relationship with Kyle. So Joe heavily was living regret. He couldn't function. Like he couldn't, some of our issues came because him and Kyle didn't have a relationship. And when Kyle passed, they were on a rocky relationship. And Joe said, how am I ever going to, live like this and he suffered and through that medium Kyle said dad coulda woulda shoulda I'll never forget those words coulda woulda shoulda I never told you I loved you when I was alive but I love you now and that was the positive thing that changed Joe that he can live every day now like he carried that with him every single day and when he heard that and I looked at him like the tears are rolling down our face. And so if, if it's evil and it's witchcraft, what was evil in that person allowing Joe to heal? To heal? And I asked this to my cousin and off the podcast because he won't listen to that podcast because he said he gets the, his hair stands up on his back when we talk about mediums. So in your opinion... That's why I talk about purgatory and limbo, and that's got into the whole medium thing. But you don't believe, you believe they go right to heaven or hell. So I'm not sure how I feel or what I believe about a medium. Okay. I believe, yes, that you go to heaven. It says that everybody will stand judgment before God. And God says one of two things. He'll say, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. Or he says, 
I never knew you. At that point, you go to heaven or you go to hell. But my other belief is because of things that I have made or that I may have experienced in my life. See, I don't know because I've never been there. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, it is. I believe that God allows them to, to maybe. Like a second chance almost? Come back here and maybe help us through some things. Does that make sense? Like spirit? Yeah. So like no. Kyle, Kyle would come back and help people that are struggling or whatnot to redeem himself almost for the bad that he did. That's the other thing I want to talk about. I mean, what he did, he didn't hurt anybody but himself. I mean, he hurt us by his choices. He made a choice and he, he paid it's, with it, his choice with death. But... He abused his body. God put us here for a reason. And he, so I look at that like, God's going to forgive you if you're sorry. But was he, because he abused himself, and I don't know where he, he believed in God. I know that. But I don't know, like, See, I, now I'm confused I think what different the medium said. It because scares me. Your, your body is just your tool. Your soul is a different part. Oh my gosh. Kind of, kind of like I mentioned off when we took our break, right? Yeah. Everything here that we see, that we feel, that we touch, that we eat or drink or whatever, it's all temporary. Yeah. Your body doesn't leave this earth. It stays six feet. That's what I'm saying. Your soul. Yes. So your body is just a tool if you think about it. The body is a place for your soul to reside. While you're here on the earth. In body form, yeah. Just, yeah. Going to heaven or hell is not measured by if you were a good person or how good of a person you were or the things that you've done here. You can be, you know, the most giving, most uh, unselfish person in the whole world and still go to hell. Because you don't believe? It's because of that relationship with God. You can sit in a pew for 50 years and never miss a Sunday. Does that mean you knew God? Did you have a relationship with him? But if you don't... Oh my God, now it goes to atheists. (laughs) (laughs) Because what he just said is if you're helping people and you're selfless and you do all that, you can still go to hell. But why do you do those things? It's not... It's. It's not by the good deeds that we do that's going to get us to heaven. Right. But we do the good deeds because we want to bring praise to God. That's and, what I and mean. And thanks for the things that he's done. We want to do it because we want to be a good person. Uh, hey, we got a good place in our heart because of what God's done for us. So, hey, we want to, we want to give as well. We want to help people. And we want somebody else to experience that same thing. Yeah. So that but, person but those deeds go are, to hell. Those deeds will not get us in heaven. It's the relationship. The relationship with God. To understand. Understood. Yep. Understood. Yep. Okay. That's all about let, that. me, let me ask something. So, like, for you to think you believe in God, like the relationship, um, to me, it's it's like 
does a like a miracle need to happen or so to so to say to for you to be like okay now i officially believe in god because you're saying like you know you don't need to go to church you don't need to do all this so when does it hit you to be like okay now like i okay i believe in god because i can sit here and say yeah i've been to church before i've done all this but i'm still like fuck like i feel like i could go to hell right now because i don't know you know like that point happens differently for everybody. for everybody yeah 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 it's going to be maybe a something bad in happen in your life that's going to make you start thinking about the afterlife. You could go through your life and nothing bad happened to you. But there there's got to be some trigger in your life to make you start thinking. And God will he'll implement those things. He'll give you opportunities. God is always out there trying and drawing you to him. If you understand what I'm saying, mm -hmm. it may be in a place where Austin, you, you rear ended a truck. Mm -hmm. You're alive. Why? Because you You're going to question yourself. Earth. God wasn't finished yeah, with you on this earth. Your oldest son. Took his life. Why? You know, things are going to question. Yeah. It's going to make you question. You're going to, you're going to under, you're, you, you want to know the answer. And you're going to start questioning. You're going to start searching. You're going to start maybe praying for the first time in your life. And God will reveal himself to you. Mm -hmm. For those who honestly are seeking to find him, he will reveal himself to you. You just got to be open and ready to when that revelation comes in whatever fashion it comes to receive it and, and take another step forward. See, we can't get to step hundred without taking the first step. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people are trying to do in Christianity is to get to a place where they understand that they're going to heaven uh, they're going to be blessed with money and all these type of things, but yet they never took the first step of finding the relationship with God to understand who he is and why he loves us so much. Why did he allow his son to go to the cross to die for us? Without that, we can't, we'll never get to heaven. We can't, uh, we'll never benefit from that uh, ultimate place. Yeah, that's interesting. I we, heard a, I heard a uh, saying that, the light will shine in the most unusual place <laughs> when you least expect yeah, when it. When you least expect it. Or you can have experience like I had. So, like we talked about earlier, I grew up in church, you know, around five, six years old. Okay, there was nothing major that happened in my life at that point when I started believing in God and I, I asked for forgiveness and I believed in His Son, Jesus Christ. There was nothing major that happened that caused me to say, yes, this is real. It's just because of my experience to that point and, you know, the things that I was learning and I, I, I wanted that relationship. It's a choice. I chose to want it and I chose to receive it. Yeah. And, and I always believed in God. I'm, it wasn't until he passed that I wanted a stronger relationship. So I went through the motion. Yes, I believe in God. I believe in heaven and I prayed, but it wasn't until after that. It wasn't. It wasn't even after that. It was 
when we started these podcasts, when Austin started asking me, and I'm like, I need to have a better relationship. Like, he's asking me questions. When I went to that first meeting, I was beating myself up for for five years. I, this This is my fault. Somehow, I didn't raise him right. And even in my head, I would be like, well, Austin Dillon turned out okay. So, <laughs> I... I don't know about okay. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's the questions that I had. And one boy stood up in one of my first meetings and he said, this is me. Mm -hmm. I made this choice. My mom and dad raised me. I did. They did nothing but raise me good. And I made this choice. I believe that has given you closure too, because in in several of these podcasts, you know, Dom and T.O., you know, they said it too, that, it had nothing to do with what their parents' choices were. It had nothing to do with how they were raised. It was a choice that they made to take that first step and do what they did. It all comes to the free will. And it just, but through this, my relationship has grown to, I mean, I, I don't take, the kids got me this cross necklace. I don't take this necklace off, but I can tell you some nights when I go to bed and I'm crying and I'm, I'm just praying, like, I don't know what's going to happen. I will wake up, and that cross was in my hand. I'll have the imprint of that cross in my hand mm-hmm. because I'm praying that. And it's, I didn't grab it. Like, somehow, like, that was my connection. Mm-hmm. And, and so I believe that anybody can have that relationship. And Absolutely. Does that kind of answer your question, Jill? Sorry. Yeah, no, I think so. I think, like, what I was saying earlier, though, too, is because with my, like, you know, with you guys like losing your son so unexpectedly. And then, you know, with my, my mom who unexpectedly, and, um, like I was saying on our break, like, I just get so mad about it because I'm like, why did God do this? Like, you know, she had a stroke like out of nowhere. And so, you know, I sit in the hospital and I pray like, don't take her, don't take her, you know, and she didn't do anything. She was such a healthy person, you know? And so why did this happen? And then, you know, five, almost five years later, I'm still struggling and I'm, you know, Kathy talks about like she kind of feels Kyle or spirits and stuff. And, you know, I don't feel that with my mom and I don't. And so that that's where I feel like I'm missing something in my life. Like, am I missed? Am I do I need to go to church? Do I need to do this? Because I feel like I don't have these like little positive things coming <laughs> towards me. And so I don't know what to do, you know, and that's why I kept telling her, I'm like, I think I need to go to church. She's like, you don't need to necessarily go to church, you know, but I don't know what to believe them because I've always believed in heaven and I you know it's like I hope that's where my mom went you know and but I don't it's like I'm scared of the unknown you know so one thing that I've struggled with in years is when you pray and you ask God for something (laughs) he's gonna answer you but that answer may be no yeah that's hard to swallow <laughs> i don't like the answer now. i don't either <laughs> i don't either but he's uh, like a parent you know if my kids come to me and ask me for something that i know would not be beneficial to their life what am i going to do i want to say yes just to give them what they want god's going to look at your life as well and say this is not the the thing that's going to benefit their, their life it's not going to fulfill the purpose that i have for their life And the best thing for me to do is no. So one thing I can recall is in high school, I had a girlfriend 
believe it or not. You twist her ears? <laughs> no, I didn't. Some girls might like that. <laughs> we had an argument. We were on the verge of breaking up, and I said, God, you know, if you keep us together, I'll do this. Why do we do that? I don't know. Yep. I think we've all done that. All right. I'm sure we don't at some want to point. Li- like love it. Well, especially like love is like pretty much like brings everything together. The connections like all we have. And I think that's like when my mom passed you like the love. It's hard to leave. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Yeah. And no, I understand that loss, you know, of yeah. your mother. We have to understand <clears throat> that even before we're born, we're given a certain number of days. Mm-hmm regardless and whatever we do or what we do or don't do it's not going to deter mm-hmm. from that given day that we are appointed right yes it may play with our quality of life or not quality of life okay the things that we whether we smoke or drink or you know do those things will determine the condition of our life but it will not take away from that life day it is appointed unto every man to die and uh, you know it's that's i always say that's one two things you only get to do once in life is to be born and to die and you come into the world by yourself and you leave the world by yourself yeah and i always say this to go on you know we come in as infants we're needy Mm-hmm. We look on others to give us all the things that we need, right. right? Yep. We depend on others. When we go out, we end up in diapers again, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Depending on others to take care of us. You know, so it's the things that we do in between that infant stage and, and our the dash of life. Stage. Yeah, the dash. That I've was done, one of his most powerful messages that I've ever heard. I've done messages. I've, I've shared it at funerals. You know, we're, we're given a date. We were born and a date that we passed. What did we do in that dash? That's our life. Yep. That dash. And that's what people are going to remember you by. That's so good. That's so yep. good. The dash. So I now, like sitting here, it makes you want to rewind the last 20-some years, right? And yep. try to do it over and do it better. <laughs> See, that's why, like... <laughs> You know, I preach to people too, and my this like one thing I try to preach, like to tell myself, like we all say we gotta live each day like it's your last. Or, and I think I talked about this on my podcast maybe or whatever. But it's like if we truly did, a lot of us would probably go travel some, pick up our stuff, like go travel somewhere. Like if you truly, you know, wanted to do that, but it's hard sometimes. Like if you don't have the money, if you don't have that, so that mindset, it's hard. So I try to as best as I can because I don't have patience all the time. I like you were saying if you go to the grocery store sometimes you get mad at the cashier or something but you don't know what everyone's struggles are you don't know what they're going through so you know I just try to I've gotten better since my mom passed to try and live a little more like purposeful life present yeah um but it's definitely hard because like so much stress out there in the world but yeah you just don't know when your last day is so it's like how do we try to live each day like it's our last it's hard but you have to make the most of it i think your definition of living a full life and my definition may be different mm-hmm. just because 
things that bring you joy in your life are going to be different from mine. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're, you may want to live every day to the fullest and go travel and do this and, and do that. And Kathy, like she mentioned before the podcast, her living every day is maybe going to the, the homeless shelter and helping yeah. Yeah. meals. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all in what brings you joy. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Chocolate cake too. It's not chocolate, it's coconut. Oh, I'm sorry. But to find a but to find the purpose in your life or what why God placed you here, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. To find that reason. Mm-hmm. How do we find that reason? Do we do we go out and try things? Try things in life, experience different things to see if we can find that purpose for life. That's hard how do, because I'm how do you, still trying to find mine. To be I think That's what I'm saying, I read a, like a quote that I like. I think you need to do what things that are uncomfortable because if you keep doing things that you're comfortable with, you don't you know get to result. find out your, yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you do more things that you're uncomfortable with, you find out like, oh wow, I can really do this, and then you start experimenting more and do things outside of your comfort mm-hmm. zone. Yep. There you go. Can you find more? There's is there more than one purpose in your life? There may be changing purposes as you grow your purpose to say up to this point was this from that point you changed you grew your purpose changed when you started this podcast yeah i mean that's what i mean like so when jill says how do you know what your purpose is i believe i got this strange feeling when i started doing this like this is my purpose like things have happened to me that have driven me to find my purpose like I was open to what is my purpose. I mean, I, I never would have thought going to AA meetings was my purpose, but it's my purpose because I took that knowledge and I brought it back here. If going you would downtown. have asked me years ago, I would have never told you that I was supposed to be a pastor. Yeah. Never. I would have laughed at you in your face. But when you got that feeling, you knew you I had knew to I, pursue it, yeah, right? That's where I knew God was going yeah. to use me. Yes. Can, can you share a little bit more of previously why you would have laughed you shared and now that i'm thinking about this we're all on the spot today (laughs) i'm kind of this i have the same thing that you had so you you shared that in high school or in school when somebody was talking to you oh you couldn't look them in the eye you had no self-esteem i couldn't talk i couldn't even look at people and talk to them okay it was in school. I, I, I'd do one of these when they people talk to me. I had such a low self esteem. I had no value in my life. I always thought my nose was bigger than my face, you know, and Same. and that, you know, those type of things. <laughs> always looked at the negative parts, okay. you know, about me. But then, you know, as Tyler mentioned, when I finally got to that point where I understood that I had value, my life was valuable, and God showed me the value because he sent his son to die for me, you know, and he was willing to forgive me the things that I did. And, and he wanted me to be used by him to reach others. But did you just wake up one day and feel that way? Or did something in your life lead you to that? Like I said, it was just one of those things that I had a void in my life. Okay. Everything that I did was not the answer. And, and we all have that void. It's a God-sized void that nothing will ever fill it. 
There has to be that has to be God to fill that void. It will never. It'll be like a thirst that's never quenched. What what kind of steps or where do we where do we start if we want to build a relationship with God? Like to Jill's question earlier, how do we? Where do you start? Where do you go to? Well, there's a website now. <laughs> That's what it is nowadays. Everything's on a website. You Google it. Or I was going to say uh, WebMD. Uh, relationships with God uh, for dummies, right? <laughs> I would start by talking to him. It's having your own personal time. That's a start. You can talk out loud or you can just, you know, it's just reaching head. out to him. Right. And say, you know, I, many speakers and, and pastors and musicians and all types of people have, have started like this. God, I don't even know if you're real or not. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to step out there to find you. Show me right. that you're real. You know? I, I'm I'm searching for you. There's a there's a void in my heart. There's questions that I have that I can't get answered, but I'm looking to you. That that's you know that's where God wants you to be. Yeah. Just reaching out and and saying, you know, take it. That's a step of faith. Acknowledging that hey, there is a God, but you're going to Him. <laughs> yeah. And, and and just putting yourself out there. And he might not write those answers right on the wall for you. You might, yeah. You're not going to hear an audible voice. Maybe you will. Maybe you'd be one of the fortunate ones to, you know, to hear the audible voice and say, "Austin, this is what I have for you." <laughs> we, you know, unfortunately, we. I've never heard that. He talks to me in different ways. And you music. have to listen. I love music, and he talks to me in such a, a wonderful way in my heart. In music. What if that's a, a spirit of God, not God itself, himself? Uh, it's, it's ultimately God. God is a spirit of his own. God is in the spirit world. He has angels. He yeah. created them as well. And they, are, they have purposes. Some of them are to be that guardian angel for certain people at certain times. Spirits are real. Well, you know, they are. Good and bad ones. So do we all believe, do you believe we all have spirit guides? I can't definitely say that, hey, I got the, you know, Joe, my angel, you know, he he comes and and spends time with me every day. I I can't honestly say that. I can say that God watches over me Mm -hmm. all the time. How he does that or what he uses to do that, I don't know. So in the medium situation, what are your thoughts on that? So they say it's witchcraft and it's bad, but to the point where Joe had that positive experience, where is the negative in that that it's again and it's like witchcraft? In that experience, it would be hard to find the negative looking at it there. Right. I could say that God saw you reaching, searching for an answer, and he gave it to you. And he used that as the way to reach you. Okay. I know there's 
like I said, there's bad spirits and there's things that that you you don't want to really get into in that in that realm. Yeah, I believe. If you're, if you're I, not, yeah, I believe that, and that's why I always said it. And we said to him, I don't want to know the future. I just want to know that somebody's at peace. And I believe that you can totally go to one of these people that read cards and it can go real negative yeah. and you live your life according to what they told you is going to happen. Yeah. Like I get that. But when people tell me, Kathy, like that was wrong for you to go to a medium and then you took Austin there on top of it. Like, how could you do that? And I, and my question is, and even to my cousin, who's a pastor, what is the negative part of that situation? I just believe that's their personal view. I just, like, I, I get it's wrong. And, and even Dylan questioned me. He goes, Mom, you knew it was wrong because you told us. You prayed to God before you went, so you knew it was wrong and you still did it. And you prayed when you left there. And I'm like, yes. And, and I won't do it again. Like, I promised myself I'm but not I, going to go again. But, but I think God knew that in your heart. And that you just needed that healing. He needed, yeah. He needed that to tell you that so you would take your next step and heal. That, not, that's my, yeah. nope. you know, knowing the first yeah. time, the, um, that's my first knowledge, you know, of you doing that. Yeah. And I just feel that in my spirit, that's, that was God's reasoning for him to share that. Because if not, you may have reached out to other things. True. Okay. You may have dug a little bit deeper. So from her experience, can Jill or somebody else experience that as well? Experience what? What, going to what, a medium and did, doing that? God's way of telling her to heal her in her situation could somebody else mimic that or do a similar thing to see if god will give them that that answer as well i think tyler answered that before it's different for every person if that's what she needs god's gonna give us what we need in different ways so in that to your point now that you said that like because it's been killing me. And we talk about it all the time, the medium, the things that happened in that podcast, and we won't re- reiterate because it's on a podcast and you heard it, the situation of the story on how that second time he spoke to Austin, there was so many things that led up to that because we switched tickets at our seats. like Things we, happen for a reason. Yeah, it was weird because I wasn't saying anything. My sister wasn't going to say anything. Austin wasn't going to say anything. And Joe says, oh, I'm going to ask a question. And so when I handed the ticket over, they switched. Joe had Austin's ticket in his hand. And Austin had Joe's ticket. And Joe got the ticket that they called. And if, if he would have got his own ticket, he would not raised his hand. But because Joe was the only one of four of us that said, yeah, I have a question. His number was the number in his hand, and he raised his hand. And I believe that's because that's what he needed. I believe that Joe, that Austin needed it because of my experience. Me and Joe had our experience, and I said, if they call my number, I'm not going to raise my hand because I already got my answer. I don't need to hear from Kyle again. I got what I needed to hear. And I'm good. Let somebody else in this room learn and get the experience that Joe got, because Joe got more than I did. Let them experience that, because Joe's whole life, as long as he's on this earth, he's now living better than he would have. It could be a lot worse right now for Joe had he not heard that. 
So I, be, I love your explanation that that's God's way of saying that I needed that, Joe needed that, Austin needed See, that. See, God will use the people, the avenues yep. that he needs to use. It's not, not saying he needs to use Christians only. It's not that. Yep. He'll use people along the way that he needs to work through. And the Bible's full of that. He'll use people that uh, uh, don't believe in him and, and go against him. They're enemies of him, but he'll use them to reach someone who needs to hear something. He's done it, and he'll continue to do that. Crazy. Do you ever think religion will go out of existence in the future? Do you think people will just going to stop? No. Believing in religion, talking about it. No. I mean, They'll I think... probably add to that forty three hundred different religions. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you don't believe that? You don't believe? You think it's gonna be in existence till the end of life? Why? Because people still need. They're still searching for something, and they're willing to. Some people are willing to put anything to be that God that they need it to be. It's human nature, curiosity. Yeah, we, 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 as part of our nature, yearn to know our creator. We do. Whether we believe it or not, that's our choice. My mom and dad were my creator. Yeah, that's who God used to create. <laughs> now he's being difficult but, now. You know, even before you were in the womb, God knew you. It, yeah, it's it's just crazy. Even the chance of life and how life. Like, I listened to this guy; he's a motivational speaker, and he he says, "I mean, you wouldn't be here if your mom had to go to the bathroom at the time she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's it's like one in every four trillion or something it's like a miracle. that." It's insane. It's, I mean, you have the chance to win lottery three times versus one chance at life. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Think about that. It's deep. And, and maybe some people don't go this deep. And so they don't ever really understand. They just go through life. Yes, I believe in God and I'm going to go to heaven. And they don't want to understand it. It's like you said at the beginning, it's what you were raised and you don't, take it any further than that yeah they think that you know they were raised under that uh, thinking so they're good enough they're good enough and that's what these podcasts do like people that are listening are like wow i never thought about that or and these are things like the medium like that that was just bothering me like what do other people feel you know, just about like that being tyler's father i was there when you know his, his mom conceived him yeah you know i was part in that and i raised him but I could not answer his call for salvation. I can't do that for him. I can't do it for my daughter. I can't do it for my other son. I can't do it for my wife. I can't do it for you as much as I'd want to. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's a personal relationship that everyone has to make the choices on their own. Would it be safe to say I don't believe in religion? I'd agree. I don't believe in a religion. I don't, I don't believe either. in religion at all. 
I just believe that there's a God. But to you guys, when you say God, you automatically, that's Jesus as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Trinity and all that. But me, I don't. You don't know enough. You just learned yeah, tonight. Do I have to know, though? Because they're saying that's what they technically believe, right? Do you guys, like, how, oh, man. You, you learn it from the Bible. You said there's history behind it and stuff like that. Faith. You don't see. Let, you let don't go know until quick. you die. You don't know exactly what happens until you die. Let me go back real quick. So we talked about your body. Your physical body is here, right? right. You have it's a part soul. of the earth. You have a soul. Yeah. Okay. In my soul, I know that I'm going to heaven. Okay. I have peace about it. If I were to die this second, I have peace that I'm going to heaven. I have peace about it too. I, I'm afraid of how I'm going to die because I don't want to burn. I don't want to drown. <laughs> but I'm not afraid of death because I have that peace. So that peace doesn't come until I accept it. The belief of Jesus Christ and what he did for me. So would you say if you have doubt, you need to get rid of that doubt? It's not that it's doubt for me. I've had doubt at times because of things that I have chose to do in my life. But God already knew I was going to do those things. And again, he forgives all sins. Not just the small ones, not just whatever. It's, It's all. So it's all coming down to belief. We're going to have to do some more research. We're going to have to have you back. He forgives you for all your sins. Yes. As long as I ask. So who goes to hell? I was going to ask that earlier. (laughs) If God doesn't judge and he forgives you for all your sins. He will judge. He does? Ultimately, we'll all stand before judgment, yes. So why do they say thou God does not judge or what's the that Ten say? Commandments, thou shalt, thou shalt not judge. That's the Ten Commandments. That's what we live by. Do you believe you, the Ten Commandments are in the Bible or no? They yeah. are. Yeah, so, that's in the Old Testament. Okay. Thou shalt not judge is not one of them, though. There's not. It's not. Mm-mm. I think in the Catholic Church we say <laughs> thou shalt not judge. No. Thou shalt not kill. Tell it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to look in the Bible. Thou shalt not have any other God before him. Thou shalt not uh, kill. Once. Yeah. Oh, my but gosh. I've been telling him all one. this time. Thou shalt not judge. Thou shalt not uh, covet thy neighbor's covet wife. Covet thy neighbor. Thou shalt thou not shall kill. Not steal. Steal. You know, those things. So use his name in vain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honor thy father and thy mother. Ooh. <laughs> I've broken that one a couple of times. <laughs> thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Bear any false witnesses against thy neighbor. Covet thy neighbor's goods. Bear false witness against your neighbor. Isn't that like judging? I guess it could be. All right, I'm going to have to So if somebody this. breaks that, what was the Ten Commandments intention to be? I have no idea when they was all right. I don't know. It was for us to realize how far short we fall. Mm-hmm. It was for us. 
to realize that we can't live up to this. In humans, we, we can't do it. We're going to fall. We're going to fail in every step. And God's saying, because you finally realize that. That's when you need forgiveness. Yeah. Because you realize that you're incapable of keeping the commandments, you fall short, which leads to sin and death. You need me. You need Jesus in your life. And, you know, it's all going to start for you at step one. To get to to the place where you say, okay, God, I I, I believe that you're real. I may not understand the rest of it, but I'm willing to learn. You, we all have preconceived ideas, you know, things that we hear, things that we read, those type of things. But until we get to the place where uh, we drop all of that and connect with him. And I'll tell anyone that, not just you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I got you. I got you. I'm not I'm picking just, on you. It's... Don't hurt yourself thinking. He this has been a long time coming. Like he's been waiting for you guys to come. No. We're we're glad. And, and you talk about God like showing signs and, and going through people. Literally, my cousin was here and we talked to him and we were like, we need to bring him back. And then Austin said to me, we need to find somebody else. Like we want to talk to other people who have other beliefs not just one person like we want to talk to several people so i believe that god worked through tyler reaching out to austin because we were at a loss like we had podcasts and we wanted to talk about this but we didn't know where to reach out and so then when he reached out i'm like perfect because his dad's a pastor i saw some of your sermon um on on the the phone and so i believe that you answered a lot of our questions and left you with others. And that, yeah, <laughs> like he'll have a crap ton. You'll be back. <laughs> yeah, because we, we, I had that whole conversation at work, and there was all kinds of different beliefs. People believed in different things, and then there was one guy that I asked him. I said, "Do you believe in God?" And the response he gave me was, "There was no, sorry, just bit. There was no direct uh, answer. There was no direct answer to." He didn't like. He didn't say, "Yeah, I believe in this or I believe in that." There was no answer. It was. So he was unsure too. It wasn't. He wasn't sure. He. It was weird. Like he studied philosophy and all that stuff. He was going back to the Bible, talking about certain things like Adam and Eve, talking mm-hmm. about that. And then he like the way he was talking just intrigued me because it was a whole different perspective. Because I can ask somebody, "What do you believe in?" And they'll give me an answer. But him, it was like, I don't know. He was coming from a different. The things he was saying just were interesting. I don't know. Religion just overall is interesting. So now we look at relationship and not religion. Yeah. I have that written down. Relationship, not religion. Faith without action is dead. Action without faith is dead. And believe in something you can't see. And the biggest takeaway for me for this whole thing is what do we do during the dash? What are we doing in the dash? Mm-hmm. I like that. Do you have any more questions? I'm good. You're going to have about 10 more. Um, we'll have to okay. have them back for another two hours later. But I have to say, like, you answered a lot of my questions. 
Um, your explanation on the medium was something I wanted to get another, not to justify, okay, I'm good now, like you didn't say it was wrong, mm-hmm. but just to get another idea or opinion on it. Um, I like what you said, Todd, is about like, you're, we're always learning. There's nothing to say this is it, and that's all you can you can believe, yeah. basically. So it's always expanding and learning. Yep. You could read the Bible in a year. You could go back and read it another year. Yeah. And again and again, continue to read it, and you'll get a different take. You'll find something new because you're growing, and just your your curiosity and things just you're like a sponge and you start soaking it in you know you searching for these answers you're like a sponge and you're 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 wanting you know this stuff to come and and feel your uh desire to learn i mean it's that's life yeah it's god's word is new every day it's refreshing every day and that's the way we have to look at it because if we wake up and we open our eyes in the morning we're blessed already and we say, thank you, God. What do you have in store for us today? You know, that's the way we have to look at it. And all too often we look, oh, <laughs> another day, go to work. And, you know. Yep. But it's so one experience that I had recently, I was working and uh, One of my biggest pet peeves, and I know you asked Jill this at the end of the podcast, <laughs> is... It's interesting to ask people that question. It's slow like, drivers. Like, I... Uh, yeah, they piss me off. I just can't stand it, okay? I was carpooling at, the, at that day, um, coming home from work, and we got behind a, a person who wanted to go 10 miles under the speed limit, okay? Coming up the hill here at Mount Rose... Mm-hmm. There was a, a big accident. They had it closed down. I had to turn around. You know, what's who's to say that that five minutes we were behind that slow person? That could have been me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think about that. I know. I have, like, really bad road rage, and <laughs> it's bad. And people, like, like have said that to me too or, or like when I lived in Florida there was I drove over what they call like this uh, Sunshine Skyway Bridge and there was always um, accents and stuff and people like I say if I would if I left my house two minutes later or two minutes like mm-hmm. that could have been me you know and it is you know that's where you think like thank God like I had to take my dog out at the time I did or just those little things like that it does hit you that it, it's just crazy that because and you know what just happened because the cops weren't there yet or something you know um so i think yeah. that's with a lot of frustrations and even like delayed flights yeah there's got to be a reason why that he has a purpose. flight was delayed he has a purpose for every one of us mm-hmm. yeah and that's how you see how good he is yeah when you look back and you see man i think of 9 11 like they just interviewed just two that. people that were supposed to be on that plane and were so angry that they missed the plane and if they would have been on that plane. Yeah. yeah, I saw there was a guy who posted. I actually think it was on TikTok. <laughs> um, but he said it was this kid. He's probably like our age. Uh, well, well, I don't know. It was 2001, right? Yeah. Um, and it, it said his dad was supposed to be um, in the towers and stuff that day. And his, I guess he was flying there or whatever. And um, 
and he couldn't get on because all of a sudden his um, wife went in labor and stuff. And so what do you know? He has a baby boy and the boy's like, I'm the miracle baby. And my dad, you know, didn't, wasn't on that plane that crashed. And, you know, my dad's here today and I'm the miracle baby that's living, you know? So, um, it's just little things like that. It's crazy. It's all on his purpose. And he, he knows, again, he knows it from the end to the, or excuse me, the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. So I had a question. I think you guys answered it though. Do you find God or does God find you? But you guys already pretty much answered that. You have to, you have to want to build a relationship. You have to be one. God's always reaching out. So he will find some people. Oh, he's always, he's always doing things to reveal himself. Mm-hmm. It's your choice whether you respond to it or not. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah his hands full extended. It's whether you reach or not. So because it's a relationship, it takes two people to have a Correct. relationship. A relationship and any relationship, it takes two people. So. Absolutely. Dang. <laughs> it's a two-way street. Well, that's all I have. Um, I have one other question. Sorry. No. So if I'm still sitting here being like, okay, and I don't care what, like, if, well, I know, not that they are against me about it, but I'm still, like you said, I don't know if it's this void I feel, but I still feel like. I want to go search and like go to church. Like I feel like I would, because I want to learn more because I do like pray and I do talk to God. Like I go visit my mom and I talk and I do all that. So to me, I don't know, maybe I feel like my next step is I just want to go to church more. I used to be the ones where back when like my mom was living and my grandparents, we would go Easter and Christmas, but like I didn't really understand it. And, and I feel like during the holidays, you just pretty much sing. During, you don't really learn much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's like the fun times. Um, but like, I want to go like learn more. So what would you say to like someone like in my shoes? Um, like, where do you even start? I would have no clue what church to, because I feel like some church nowadays are very upbeat. They have like, these people go play music all the time and they're fun. Or you have the... I don't want to say old school church, but where it is like back when like my grandparents were alive and then you sit down and you learn and I don't know. And that's a challenge, you know, to find that church that's going to meet your needs. Yeah. A lot of them are entertaining churches. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. With the COVID thing, a lot of them are closed yet. True. You know, as well. And I think we've been sitting here and maybe I'm hoping that people have not got the, the misconception that church is bad. Mm-hmm. No. Church is good. Right. And God said it's good for us to gather together, you know, and uh, we learn from one another. We grow yep. within each other, you know, and encourage each other. I would encourage you. Mm-hmm. Take that step and go out. Yeah. Find something. You know, maybe that first one that you sit there is going to, uh, hopefully they're going to welcome you warmly. You know, bring you in and make you feel comfortable. And maybe you're going to get that word that you need, mm-hmm. you know, for that affirmation that you're looking for. Give it a little time. You might not, in, you know, in the first visit or two visits or three visits. Um, and not to encourage jumping around, but maybe after, you know, a few weeks of that church, it's just not connecting with you. All right. Go to another one. You know, and find that place where you're you're getting the answers that you're searching for. Mm-hmm. 
maybe it's uh, online, you know, these different pastors that are online and uh, uh, trying to find many of us ministers or pastors or whatever you want to say. We talk in, you know, different tones and one may connect with you while another doesn't, you know, so there's yeah. going to be different variables there that will draw your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Good. Uh-huh. So Todd, where, where do these, you said you wanted to put yourself out there as far as like your church maybe, or. Yeah, we're a sunlight chapel. That's S O N. Okay. The sun, um, sharing, shedding his light. And that's why we go by that name. Sunlight chapel. We are at uh, main street in Felton, um, right up from the fire hall. I think it's uh, 53 main street, I believe. Uh, Sunday services. Um, we are online. Um, I do a Facebook live. Whether we're at church, I'll do it Facebook live there. Um, I know with COVID and different things, when we were shut down, I just do it from my home. Um, but we, in the past uh, several months, we three, four, five hundred views. Good. That's you good. Know, people are searching. Mm-hmm searching for answers and and i thank god you know this avenue i've you know just like covid it's it's a bit a bad thing for all of us but Mm -hmm. then like god will use it for good things i would have never Mm -hmm. thought of going to facebook and doing live you know with the sermon i would never thought that i would never thought about this podcast situation true you know like your your situation i would have never thought about that but that bad thing had to come about in order for us to think outside the box yep so you know we're at sunlight chapel and and if i can i'd you know like to uh uh speak about uh our podcast uh yep absolutely tyler and i would like to uh to begin um reaching out to the 18 the 30 year olds your group Yep. that has the questions that are not getting answered and the parents who aren't talking to their children about religious things, you know, and those type of things. So I really feel that God's used this avenue mm-hmm. to bring me to a place where I'm looking at it and, you know, and putting ourselves out there to, uh, to answer questions and give, uh, uh, the younger generation, uh, you know, some avenue of finding some answers. I like that. I think there's a need for it. I I truly do. And I think to your point, like coming here and sharing with us, they'll hear you on here. So you're going to have to let us know um, where do they reach out to you if they're interested in in this podcast, or even if you don't have your podcast started yet, where can they reach you? Um, Well, right now, like I said, we're on the Sunlight Chapel Facebook um, we also do have Sunlight Chapel Church website. Um, yes, all that. Um, and also, we do have a name for our podcast. Um, and like I said, my uh, daughter's boyfriend did me a logo and everything already. Okay, um, and he called it Mustard Seed. Um, mustard Seed is uh, mentioned in the Bible many times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the smallest seed there is. And, and uh, Jesus mentioned if we just had the faith of a mustard seed, 
that we could move mountains. So we're going to go with mustard seed. And, and he did uh, bring a, a little uh, other wording there that uh, to we grow faith. So okay. that's, that's yeah. what we want to do is try to help people uh, begin that faithful journey, you know, of reaching and finding God and, you know, the purpose of, the, of their life. You know, we're not put here just to go to work every day and go home, go to sleep, watch TV and eat all those type of things. There's a, a big purpose for all of us. And uh, I, I, I pray that we're uh, able to help people find that. So, Tyler? Where can people find you if they have any questions? <laughs> well, I'm not currently on social media. Um, through your dad's, through the page, the church page? Yeah, and I can give you my email. It is uh, TWS0727 at live, L-I-V-E dot com. You know, if you have any questions or um, things that, you would like us to talk about when we get this podcast up and running, you know, feel free to reach out to me and uh, get those questions answered for you. Awesome. Uh-huh. I want to thank you guys for coming on. Yep. Thanks a lot. Thanks Joe for coming back. You're welcome. <laughs> and we certainly appreciate your opportunity for allowing us to be here. Oh no, yeah. it's, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. I really liked it. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, like I said, we have our own website as well. Uh, Um, Go hit that follow button and uh, we'll see you on the next one.